everybody, this is Al Naj from the Unapologetic Women Empowerment Dynasty and you're listening to the Unapologetic Women Podcast, the show for women who choose to live their legacies, unleashed, unlimited and unapologetic. If this is a space you are curious about, visit unapologetic-women.com. Today we're talking about reclaiming power sisterhood, authenticity, and the melody of empowerment with my sensational friend, Elissa Campbell. Liz is described as a creative wizard, energy alchemist, and energetic mentor. Multi-passionate, artistically driven, witch woman, if you like, who likes to sprinkle fairy dust on everything. This is a wonderfully rich conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Liz Campbell. always good when the universe life the divine brings us back to love the accent there (laughs) 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 yes and with us it keeps happening right we keep on connecting and then we live life and then life comes yes liz and then I go, Liz yeah. is back. And it's so exciting. So thank you for being back. And thank you for coming on. <laughs> I'm really excited to be having this. I was going to say thank you for coming. Like you were right on time. Literally, I started thinking about you. And then a few days later, boom, there you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love there that. I was. That was um, very serendipitous. And it's interesting because we always meet on the book of faces and it's the book of faces that I always go away from. And then every now and again, there's just this like nudge to say, no, it's time to return. And then I return and I go, but it's just as boring as what it was before. Oh, but there's Liz. (laughs) I tell you what, like, it's really interesting actually, because I, I was thinking all things feminine and all the rest of it, but I actually started reading that 10x is easier than 2x book. Well, I started listening to it on Audible yesterday and then I got the book. And I'm like, I basically had this understanding immediately that I'm going to be, other than the music stuff, I'm definitely going to be stepping away from Facebook and focusing my energy and other bits of social media because actually Facebook is not aligned so it's interesting you saying that about and I'm actually like because I've got those two groups that I'm running and I'm getting loud and clear that they are absolutely part of the 80% of what needs to go yeah yes and that's just the way it is and And really getting very very clear on how I'm going to streamline everything that I'm doing so that I'm not scatching my fucking energy to the four winds just for the sake of like I've been doing stuff for you know you know we talk about the feminine and we talk about the feminine um Mm. and one of my interesting observations in my own personal journey is I rejected the feminine for so long because of this warped impression of the feminine mm. being all wafty and free oh and god yeah and and, and, and bohemian hippie skirts. Yes. <laughs> and then understanding that no 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 that is that's femininity but the feminine mm. is extraordinarily Warrior. strong she has mm. the container for the creation and she is freaking ruthless in the protection of that container like 
her yeah. boundary is so clear and when we think about being pregnant and having that baby oh, in front gotcha. of us like mm -hmm. we stand literally between the creation and the world unapologetically yeah. and kind of go no 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 I, I am busy creating and I am unavailable for any outside shitty forces to come and contaminate what it is that I'm creating in life yeah. so why do you think us as women then started having this idea of kissing ass and just saying yes to everything and everybody because we want them to like us or this whole yeah. no I can trust factor that I'm so outspoken about mm. how did that get warped into the sense of that's feminine my god I don't know to be honest with you I know for me like it's never been so much about the feminine with the all of the me scattering my energy to the four winds it's been more a case of when I look at it I had this very warped idea of what it is to be a creative and that like if you're a creative you have 50 million different fucking projects going on which in actual fact is just a recipe for headaches when you do that and actually streamlining and being able to go, well, I've started this one, but actually it's not that interesting to me. Next, like being able to cut shit out and actually bring in what I'm going to call the Shiva, like we're going to destroy that. We're going to destroy that. And actually we're going to home in on this. Yes. It's oh. so important. So important. And I had to go through that process quite recently. So it's interesting that we are mm. talking about this and giving myself permission to go, no, I don't want that anymore. Like it yeah. was wonderful when I created it and it, I had fun with it and I'm not having fun with it anymore. And now it just feels like a, like a, like an albatross kind of like out of yeah. obligation for the people who was in that space and yeah. think I owe them something because they came into the space in the first place and then going, no, no, I served them while they were in the space greatly, mm. but it's no longer a fit for what yeah. I am creating next. And so yeah. I just unapologetically say, thanks for playing. This, yeah. this, this game is now over and I get to move on. Yeah, very exactly. powerful, very powerful. Mm. So let's round back to the question of all questions, as this is the okay. Women podcast, Liz. Okay. <laughs> what does it mean to you to be an unapologetic woman? Now, that's a question. Um, I think for me, it's about standing strong in my convictions and not sort of not doing that thing of going oh well I'm I'm a woman and I've been taught that I have to be nice to everybody and I have to just like roll over and play dead for people yes. you know it's understanding you know what it is that like what are my priorities and people who try to persuade me that my priorities aren't important and that their priorities should be prioritized over my priorities basically get short shrift yeah I think like if I was going to really boil it down I feel like that's something I've definitely been through a journey with that over the past few years where it's been that whole thing of going well this person wants this thing from me and that person actually it's an interesting one because I've been looking at it in terms of the kind of the slave matrix as it were in the way that people people kind of have this thing like the coping mechanism and strategy on this planet seems to be trying to manipulate people to do what you want by using guilt trips and all the tactics. You know, I grew up with a mother who's 
histrionic personality disorder and all the other things that go with it. And she was absolutely stellar at doing that. And I mean, she started throwing all of that shit at me again when I moved to Mallorca. She didn't like the fact I'd moved there one bit. So she started pulling all the things out. And I like at that point was just like, no, like this. And it was interesting because I've, I feel like I've been through this whole journey of actually like then digging into going, doing what people do, digging into the childhood trauma and actually realizing like, how I was absolutely sick of her shit, but also how upset I was that she had never, ever, ever been supportive of me being fully me. Like she always had an agenda of trying to shape me into being what she wanted. And I feel like my entire fucking life up to this point has been about claiming myself as an an apologetic woman in the face curiously of mainly women who've actually tried to attack me from every angle when I've been in that place of actually saying this is what I want and this is what I'm doing and when I've been successful like people trying to cut me down because they're jealous and they're insecure and da 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 all of this stuff and I'm just like Jesus Christ the sisterhood wounds stuff that's a biggie isn't it yeah women generally I'm just it's it just amazes me that patriarchy has weaponized women against each other so successfully for so many millennia probably it's bonkers i'm always very unpopular when i i take on the the narrative of um patriarchy in terms of men and mm. how men are supposedly suppressing women and how men are supposedly the enemy. And mm. my experience is that there are the women who buy into that belief system and therefore create that as the reality. And the women yeah. who's never bought into that belief system, because I understand that there is the system called patriarchy, but it has nothing to mm. do with men. It's a freaking system yeah exactly and for those of us who don't buy into that it's almost as though we have become the enemy because the what the friends of the enemy is my enemy something like that whatever the the saying yeah. is <laughs> and so I have never been suppressed by men in the way that the narrative is going yes I've been in abusive relationships yes yeah. I've, you know I've been through the ringer but I've never thought it's because he's a man. I've always kind of known it's because he's an asshole and I'm allowing <laughs> the asinine behavior. That is, you know, yeah. there's that responsibility as well of no, no, no. Yeah. I am the allower of this. I am tolerating this. So that's on me. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and then, creation, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, man. We were having a conversation about personal responsibility yesterday. And for the most part, People did not like what I had to say um, because it is a case of everything that we are observing in our lives. We are the creators of and we are the allowers of. Exactly. You, we are the cause and the effect, basically. Yes. yes, we are the cause and the effect. And at the end of the day, until you take that on fully, <laughs> mm. fully, and I think the scary part is when you realize just how powerful you are, yeah. after everything that we have been taught 
and then taking full responsibility for that power and go well that's what shits people up yes yes <laughs> yeah then they kind yeah. of go, oh my god no i don't want that power i don't want that we all say we want to be yeah. powerful and free but we are so free that we can choose bondage we we all know this yeah exactly and when you start taking on the responsibility for your true creative power man life becomes really interesting to the extreme and I have found for me personally, I don't take it as serious anymore because I understand that whatever I create that feels like an anus wax, I can yeah. create. You the can opposite. knock it down just as easily. Exactly. Nothing you can turn is, on a fucking dime. <laughs> nothing is permanent. Everything is yeah. constantly evolving. And the more we get to play with that, the more fun life becomes. Exactly. Taking a moment to call all extraordinary trailblazers, visionaries, and possibilitarians. Get ready to unleash your inner brilliance with a touch of elegance and a dash of zass. It's time to dive into the art of self-leadership, a journey designed exclusively for phenomenal female founders, artists, and leaders like you. Hey, gorgeous. Yes, you with the unstoppable spirit and the audacious dreams. You're not here to play small. You're here to craft a legacy that turns heads and sparks revolutions. Through the art of self-leadership, we're about to recalibrate your entire existence. Say goodbye to those old belief patterns that whispered about self-sacrifice. Let's dial into your soul's deepest truth, your self-actualization, and do it with the grace of a ballroom dance and the confidence of a catwalk strut. Your journey, my dear, is a masterpiece painted in the hues of your vibrancy, catered to your desires and fueled by your fiery potential. We're not just offering a consultation. We're inviting you to a tete-a-tete -tete with your next monumental triumph. Are you ready to RSVP for this journey? The link is flashing like a neon sign in the podcast episode description, or you can saunter over to our elegant domain, unapologetic-women.com. Darling, your unapologetic self-leadership journey begins now. Toast to your legacy with sophistication, embrace your inner sass with style, and stride forward with a flair that's unmistakably you. The art of self-leadership is your backstage pass to a life that's glamorous, impactful, and unapologetically authentic. Ladies, let's make them stare. Your greatness is about to hit the spotlight. When people don't want to own their power, they also don't want to own the power in others. Yeah. And so there is a conversation happening of how we are constantly responsible for saving others, helping others, helping oh, yeah. others, healing others. Like it's all externalized. Yeah. And when I listen to these people, very well-meaning people, and yeah. how they describe others as completely incompetent because yeah. of their culture or of this or of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if it's, it's, there is a negation gonna... of power, it's in the personal development world. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, 
yes in fucking dd and the whole guru thing and we could even go on to like talking about colonization and the way that like oh talking about like it's interesting there's a woman called oh, i think she's called akech winnie she was a fashion model in the states and she moved back to uganda because she's from uganda originally and she has an amazing instagram i highly recommend where she takes the piss out of people who think that africa is like the most fucking downtrodden nation in the world etc so on and so forth basically <laughs> there was she 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 even did there was it was brilliant she did like a post on her instagram it was a little real basically saying claiming that her and her son sleep in a tree <laughs> well because people were like people asking me if there's lions walking in the street in johannesburg in south africa oh my god you just okay yeah, do you guys ride elephants what we ride motor cars <laughs> motorbikes <laughs> bicycles yeah. like everybody else sometimes a skateboard maybe <laughs> Sometimes a skateboard. I wish I could skateboard. I, I oh, try God, me too. <laughs> yeah, I can't even get on roller boots without falling over. The thing for me, though, is that being an unapologetic really comes down to an inward reclamation of self. And when you have yeah. done that, when you have truly remembered who you are and truly reclaimed who you are, you cannot continue to see weakness in other people. You cannot continue to see that others have to be helped that their problems have to be solved that you have to teach them how to be something <laughs> because you understand it's all bullshit because at the end of the day it's a choice you know people yeah. say to me oh but you're lucky you were born like this and I was like well first of all everybody is born like this we were all yeah. conditioned after birth to yeah. have all these shitty beliefs about ourselves and society and how life works and this, that, and the other thing. Mm. And I didn't get somebody to teach me how to speak up for myself or how to become unavailable for bullshit in certain scenarios or how to just go after my dreams like my hair is on fire. I didn't need people to teach me. I just no. continuously start going, well, oh, well, that's that's fucked up. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, what are you going to do about it? And how are you going to do it? It is yeah. that belief in self that I'm finding is so lacking at the moment, especially in women. And here's the thing that I've also observed. Yeah. We have to become aware of the fact that any belief can be changed. Any yeah. belief can be changed. But people are so precious about their beliefs even they seem to think that their beliefs are who they are and it's just like no it's just a fucking structure you're holding on to that's not serving you yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean it's like huh <laughs> why are you doing that <laughs> do you still have this belief that it has to be hard for us to change it or are you like me and it's just like oh fuck well that's a shitty story let's start telling something else what's the new story yeah. I want to tell yeah you can you can do it so quickly i like even the fucking deeper you know the ancestral and all the rest of it doesn't need to take the time having said that you know i've i feel like the past few years i have done that thing of like 
exploring taking ages over things in order to actually get to the point of going actually you can do it this fucking quickly because I've just figured out how <laughs> essentially you know that whole thing of there was a really good there was a really really good meme I put up the other day it was just like when I when I do this thing that takes 30 minutes with you you're going to pay me a lot of money because it took me 10 years to work out how to make it only take 30 minutes <laughs> do you know what I mean and it's about <clears throat> being okay with when the process takes long and being unattached yeah. to the process taking long it's, but then exactly because it's, it's always down to the individual in terms of like if someone if you're working with someone I would know, know this certainly it used to be something I used to go in straight away and be muscle testing them on whether they had a belief that ta healing takes loads of time and then that would be the first thing that I would change with them with their permission if they could get their head around the fact that it could be instantaneous because if they're holding that thing that healing takes time everything takes time everything's going to be painful it's going to be really difficult then of course you can go in with the most advanced healing technology or whatever the fuck you want to call it in the world and it will bottleneck on you <laughs> yes basically yes yes because they won't allow it to be quicker that's the thing i think that we are still living in a society that wants the hero and the victim that wants the overcomer that wants Ooh, the, the addiction or... to pain oh Ooh. my god i was addicted by the way i am putting up both hands i was consciously yeah. addicted to mental, emotional, and physical pain for a really, yeah. really long time. So I am not Jesus preaching of the of the no. cross here to say. Well, you know what? I think most women are addicted to pain and suffering in some form or other. I've spotted it in so many of my friends in the healing industry. I I fucking hate the word healer. I really do. But you know what I mean? People who work with energy, it's just like oh well no there's about a million layers and it's going to take so much time and da 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 it's just like that's a choice all of it's a fucking choice yes okay so if you want to play that game and you're into the bdsm like i'm the i'm i'm the masochist someone else is going to whip me now that's fine but like surely it's more fun to go to a dungeon and get dressed up well and i think that's the whole thing though is how do women give themselves permission to start having fun how do women mm. giving themselves permission to really tap into their authentic original creative power instead yeah. of being so addicted to the product that they would rather replicate and regurgitate so that they can get the outcome then have this massively enjoyable process of tinkering and experimenting yeah. and building and breaking <sighs> yeah get the legos out <laughs> get the legos out yeah i joined a, a space earlier this week and there were we were asked to make an introduction and so i made an introduction and i was very quickly told by the owner of the group no no darling well, there's a formula for the introduction that you have to, and this is the formula, and it's about the problem that you solve. And I sat with this for a while, and I thought, I don't solve any problems. No. Because I my problems 
are creators. My clients are creatives. They're artists to their very yeah. core. Artists yeah. don't look for things that are broken to fix. They don't look yeah. for problems to find the solution. Artists create. Because that's who they are. And because it's yeah. fun. And it's because yeah. that's where we get to play. And it's yeah. as though if you are not solving a specific problem, and this is a message I really want everybody to take away, you don't need to mm. solve a problem to be valuable. No, exactly. You need to have fun and create yep. for you to have a delicious life experience. Your value is in being alive. Like you yep. are evolving consciousness by choosing to be in this meat suit and having yep. a freaking blast. What more do you want to be to know that you are worthy of anything that you want? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How, yeah. how society keeps finding another reason for us to feel not worthy, not valuable, not good enough, not enough when we are. Yeah. Well, from an energetic point of view, when we're in that really low frequency state, we're, we're tasty food for a lot of shit that hangs off us. Yes. Very tasty food. All the oogly boogly shit, lower realm stuff, underworld stuff. And the sad part is as well that when we choose to be there, and it is a choice... <laughs> Yeah. We're also bottom feeders. So we are not only mm. food, but we feed on whatever yeah. else is down there as well. If yeah. that's not an unattractive image in your mind, Ugh. then I don't it's know. like eating what. slugs, really, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Give me a pavlova any day. Oh. I've found little little pavlovas this weekend. Little pavlovas, oh my god! It's called mini unicorn farts. <laughs> mini, <laughs> and they are brightly oh coloured little meringue. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. cute. <laughs> so for me, it was a journey and continues to be a journey and a conscious choice every day of how to be Mama's unapologetic self and how to reclaim yeah. myself in the moment becoming aware of my thoughts when my thoughts are yummy and when my thoughts smell like not farts. unicorn farts the other ones bad farts eggy farts but it was a long journey um for me yeah. to get to that space how mm. did you experience the journey and do you feel like you've arrived or do you feel like it is still an evolving space for you Oh, it's definitely, I, I do feel like it's an evolving space, but I feel like the whole point of life is it's an evolving space. So, you know, it's one of these things, you never arrive, right? At the point where you arrive, you die. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I kind of like being alive. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm just like, I'm in for the ride. <laughs> one of the things I appreciate about you most is from our very first moment, you were the antithesis of what's being <laughs> held up as spiritual teacher, guide, healer, whatever the case might be. <laughs> <laughs> there are some choice words you could use. <laughs> there are some choice words that you can use. Mm. 
why did you choose to be in that space but be everything that the space <laughs> is um, preaching against. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, I do actually think there's definitely an element of, I think the fact that I was a cam girl and very unapologetically so before I kind of started having this massive, I'm going to call it an awakening, where I realised that in actual fact, a lot of the time I was literally kind of, I felt like I was crossed between some kind of like half naked comedian and a psychologist <laughs> for these people that visited me. And like, I was sort of like their friend slash counselor slash jazz hands, paint my face like a tiger, whatever stupid shit I was up to that day. And at the point where I, I kind of felt like I'd been there and done that. And I started having this dawning realization there was something else for me. I kind of I'd come out of that space and then sort of somehow slammed into the spiritual space quite by accident because I did I definitely wasn't intending it from the point of view of growing up with a mother who was histrionic narcissistic um obsessed with gurus um basically obsessed with being told what to do and always seeking outside of herself and me witnessing her being taken in by this bunch of fucking charlatans most of the time as I was growing up. So I was like always very rebellious against all of that, but I knew I felt the calling inside of me and all the rest of it. But at the same time, I was a bit like, I also know how much bullshit was already there. So I think for me, when I came in and it's really similar to when I was working in the wine trade, I used to have um, my clients there who I sold wine to always used to tell me I was a breath of fresh air. And I think that's sort of my, you know, one of my, kind of core values is being a breath of fresh air to wherever I decide to set my foot <laughs> that makes any sense seems to be something I've done every time I do anything I always get told that oh you're not like all the other people that do this speaking of not like all the other people who do this I want to talk about music <clears throat> yeah because I I, I have a belief that music is way more powerful than what people understand in, yeah. um, in, in how it influences us physically, emotionally, yeah. um, mentally, spiritually, energetically. Yeah. And that if we are not conscious about the power of music, because it's such a big part of our culture, whatever culture yeah. you are in, I feel like almost people are easily manipulated through music without. Yeah. without oh, well, it's, I mean, it's clear. documented, isn't it? Let's face it. Like there are no secrets around the fact that there was a shady meeting amongst a whole bunch of executives who were taking over and privatizing the prison service in the States back in, when was it in the night? It was around about the time that, do, do we remember when hip hop went from being all the Daisy Age, lovely, fluffy, De La Soul stuff and all of the really good, fun stuff to suddenly it was like everyone talking about capping each other and basically drug dealing and da 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 da, all of this stuff because they they understood fully that they wanted to build the prison population so they could make more coin, basically, by encouraging young black men to commit crimes, 
through glamorizing it through the fucking music. Yeah, that if you dig around on YouTube, you will find people talking about this. I can't remember because there was a guy, a hip hop producer who attended the meeting, who was just like, I don't want anything to do with this. And I can remember watching a full interview with him like years ago. This is back, I think, before I even started coming when I'm still working the wine trade. And I can remember at the time being like, holy shit, man, that suddenly makes so much sense. Because I was always just like, I don't understand. I, I can remember saying to people like, I love old school hip hop, but like, what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What the fuck happened? Yes. You know? And when you listen to so many lyrics, not just in hip hop, by the way, in, in mm. any genre of music, when what I think what people don't understand is, well, for two things. First of all, there's a very specific reason for the beat, the rhythm, mm. the mm. the tone of whatever is yeah. used. And then layered upon that is the words, which we sing almost unconsciously over it's like affirmations we are literally conditioning our minds with whatever songs we are listening to and and when you're adding tones in as well it's more powerful because it's like I, I think I wrote a post the other day saying basically tell people that you love them loudly and often because the universe is always listening and it repays you in kind basically yeah. harmonics yeah. everything's vibration so when you sing stuff if you want to like speaking of singing stuff actually singing affirmations is a really powerful way to make sure that they go in even if you're out of tune as fuck yes maybe <laughs> you should record some for us you should record some affirmation songs for us Liz that we can all sing to I would okay. personally record it but my voice chases away the squirrels so <laughs> Even though I thoroughly enjoy singing, I have been told on numerous occasions that it's just <laughs> the worst thing to behold. And people love it because they go, I thought my life was shit until I heard you sing. Now my life doesn't look <laughs> so bad anymore. But I remember one time I had a client and I asked her to find one of her favorite songs and put it on as an alarm because of the work that we were doing. And she came yeah. back two weeks later and she goes, Oh my God, I've just had to clear my entire playlist because when I tried to find a song, every song I picked and I listened to the lyrics, it was negative, it was defeating, yeah. it was doom yeah. and gloom. So even yeah. though the rhythm sounds oh, we are party because life is so miserable. And I'm so <laughs> such a big town. Can somebody save me? Yeah. <laughs> that man don't beat me up. <laughs> they're buying into this. They're buying, they're literally yeah. conditioning the mind muscle to the words, to the message with the rhythm. And then and the cells, all the cells. Oh, the cells are always listening too. So yeah. Yeah, so it's not, isn't it? You're back into music. Why? Why are you back into music? Oh God, because it was always like a massive love of mine. And actually sort of to now be in a place where I'm surrounded by people who are supportive of me being into music rather than insecure men, dare I say it. When I was younger and I started DJing and stuff, I, I had some lovely people around me, but they were all little boys. <laughs> I'm just gonna say 
in terms of the attitude, you know, I remember going to parties, like putting on parties with them, and it would become the competition of like who could essentially who could stay on the decks, and I would be the person that would get on the decks and I would play tunes and everyone would dance and then they would kick me off the decks because they were jealous of the fact that their weird noodly fucking whatever that they were playing wasn't actually doing it for anybody but they were so like we come back to this thing of actually the whole purpose of a dj is to read the room and actually play stuff that like to be able to vibe with it and i i do feel like i was actually having this conversation the other day that like as a dj you need to actually work with your intuition. You need to be able to read the energy of the room to be able to play with it. And there's a lot of people who would like to call themselves DJs who don't actually understand that that's like the most important part of it, basically. Um, you know, when no shade on them. At the end of the day, music's great play it like whether you're reading the room or not play it have a good time see how far you can go with it or whatever but for me I think sort of I just oh god there's I mean there's so many things like I had this idea about activation raves at the moment I'm just very much in that space of going I'm surrounded by people who are really encouraging me and really wanting to hear me do my thing and actually wanting to support me which is lovely first time in my fucking life no one going, oh, no, I want to try and prove I'm better than her or any of that shit. Like, we don't have any of that around here. It's so fucking refreshing for me. Mm. And there's so much good music out there. And my dad bought me a Denon Prime 4, which has been so much fun to play with over the past couple of years. And, yeah, it's it's really nice to be able to kind of go, yes, I'm doing digital stuff now. I, I was just like, no, I will I will never play digital and actually just to actually allow myself to evolve and go, you know what, in actual fact, there's loads of really cool things about this because you can essentially, because you're not trying to keep two records in time with each other, you know, beat matching is just a tiny part of the whole thing, essentially. And with I... the digital stuff, it makes it so much easier. I love playing with vinyl, but you've got like, you've got more room to be creative with digital stuff yeah absolutely Basically. never say never i've learned that exactly never say never and also get out of the thing of there's good and bad creations there's creations oh God, no. that yeah. get to be used for good or for bad but you get yeah. to choose and i find that if we are rejecting a creation because we believe that it can only do bad then we negate the good of the universe and understanding yeah. that the universe is only good it is yeah. what we do with stuff that will create a good or a bad outcome for ourselves and other people. Yeah. But it's still, it's it's still about taking that responsibility for your power. It always comes back yeah. to that. Even as a yeah. DJ, taking responsibility for the power that you have over an entire room. Yeah. Um, you set the tone exactly. literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So looking at the time, because we could talk for hours and about everything, yeah. everything. And again, there's been <laughs> to this conversation. What I enjoy most about these conversations is that there's never an intention to have one message. It's wherever the conversation goes. Yeah. And then to understand how rich we are as women in our diversity, instead of getting hung up on one aspect of ourselves. So what do you take an unapologetic stance for in this world? empowerment just 
generally. I kind of feel like that's the whole fucking point for me. But not from the whole point of, not, not from the perspective of, it's my job to empower you. It's more a case of I'm here to remind you how you empower yourself. Which I have to re-empowerment. Yeah. They to remind you to empower yourself because nobody yeah. can empower you. They can help you. They can give you tools. They can give you loads of knowledge you can't be asked to go find for yourself to help you figure some stuff out and play around with it the way that you want to, which is effectively what I feel like I do when I'm teaching people. But yeah, you can't, you can't empower someone who's determined to disempower themselves <laughs> no the the power comes from within exactly and and until people realize that and clean up their language and understand we cannot empower anybody else they can yeah, only empower exactly. themselves until we stand in awe of other people's power because we recognize our own yeah we will always create a society of pedestals. And I don't know, yeah. about you, but I'm quite ready to remove the pedestals. Oh, God, yeah. Remember, we are equal and different. We can enjoy and appreciate diversity. We don't have to convince people and we don't have to be convinced. We all get to have our own yeah. experience, but we are exactly. all equal and different. Yeah, same. Yeah. Abolish hierarchy is bullshit. <laughs> any hierarchy is bullshit and it's an illusion. It's an illusion. Oh, God, yeah. And if you want to keep your illusion because it makes you feel better, by all means, I just personally have found it was a, it was not who I choose to be in this lifetime. It's not what no. I came here for. I came oh, it's definitely not what I came here for either. I think like I, I came in fighting on that one. I can remember actually having arguments with my grandma when I was like, really small about oh, me too screaming magic. the fact that the the monarchy existed for starters and I was just like let's start on this age six why why do we have a queen I don't see the point <laughs> why is she why is she being put in charge my grandma was a real royalist so she was just like oh my god blasphemy you can't say this and I, <laughs> I literally I came in knew what I was swinging for yeah, I really did. I never, I never understood any of that stuff. And isn't it wonderful that we were very vocal about it? We kept the curiosity. We kept questioning, and to this day, I keep questioning and I keep being curious. And yeah. not because I need to make other people wrong, but I'm always. But what if? But what yeah. if it's all bullshit? But what if we don't have this anymore? But what if, <laughs> like, we what if we allowed ourselves to actually live in a different way? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, my darling, last words yeah. for our listeners today is. Fantastic. <laughs> today is, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Always. But that's like every morning when you wake up. I, I'm very much in that space at the moment of going every time you wake up, it's a chance to start anew. So <laughs> that whole so it's that whole thing where people... every day is your birthday baby. exactly it's a rebirth every fucking day yes an age age is but a number that's utterly fucking meaningless oh age is a beautiful number i think that it's time for mm. us to start celebrating that again fucking 50 years of waking up yeah. and choosing to live 
is not to be yeah. squeezed at. Oh, definitely um, not. I, I am so disillusioned with the youth culture that everybody is creating in our world because we have forgotten what a privilege it is to get old. We have forgotten mm -hmm. the amount of wisdom we get to harvest every single day, every single year, if we so choose. Yes. If we so choose. Um, so here's to us growing old joyfully. Yes. To all and our being sprightly as fuck as well. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. Go, growing old disgracefully. I quite like that disgracefully. idea. Disgracefully. Yeah, baby. Because yeah. it's fun. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun. Darling, thank you that so a much. Brilliant. This was an amazing conversation. Thank you to the Book of Faces yeah. for oh, being of our meeting. If nothing else, that is what I appreciate about that platform. Yeah. Um, and now I can leave again because we've reconnected. <laughs> <laughs> and we have WhatsApp, which is the joyful thing. Thank God for WhatsApp. Um, yeah. Now, listeners, I hope that you had as much fun as I did. If you don't know Liz, connect with her. I also want to say this. She's one of those people that would want to have a conversation with you. So don't just go and follow her and like her shit. Like be a human, like be a real person and have a real conversation. She's badass. There's so many layers to her. She is hysterical. You definitely want to catch one of her lives late at night when she's drinking. I think that they're very refreshing and <laughs> Um, I haven't done one of those for ages. Oh my god! You're just favorite. reminding me of something I should do. All of my favorite <laughs> thing. So, <laughs> and other than that, remember we get to live our legacies unleashed, unlimited, and bloody unapologetic. Have an amazing yeah. day. Further until next week. Cheers. Thank you for joining us on another empowering episode of the Unapologetic Woman podcast. We hope you found this conversation as inspiring as we did. Remember, embracing your strength and authenticity is a journey worth taking and we're thrilled to be part of it with you. If you've enjoyed our discussions and found value in the stories we share, we have a favor to ask. Your support means the world to us. And there are a couple of simple ways you can make a big difference. First, take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your words have the power to reach other incredible women like you who are seeking upliftment and insight. By leaving a review, you're helping us create a ripple effect of empowerment that extends far beyond these virtual airwaves. Second, think of the remarkable women in your life who would resonate with our message. Share this podcast with them, whether it's a friend, a family member, a colleague, or even a fellow pioneer you've connected with. Together, we can create a community of unapologetic women who uplift, support, and inspire each other. Stay connected with us on social media at The Unapologetic Women for updates, behind-the-scenes moments, and engaging conversations. We love hearing from you and building this vibrant community together. As we wrap up this episode, remember that your journey matters, your voice is vital, and your impact is immeasurable. Let's continue rewriting the narrative and embracing our unapologetic selves one episode at a time. Thank you for being part of the Unapologetic Women movement. Until next time, stay true to yourself, stay unapologetic, and keep dancing to your own tune. <laughs>